welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Glad you could join me for another episode in the series Vision Scope. We always are happy to have your company and once again we present a program which we know you're going to be interested in. So sit back and enjoy this episode. The Jamaican Disabilities Act became law on the 14th of February 2022. Its journey through Parliament took a long time. It was passed by both houses as far back as 2014. So it took eight years to journey from being passed in the Houses of Parliament to becoming law in Jamaica. Recently, Gloria Goff joined DJ G Fire and me, and um, we shared some views on the act, and we thought that this might interest you. So today, we're going to present an edited version. This program was first aired on UVC radio on our talk show entitled Tell It Like It Is. What, what really is the purpose of the Disabilities Act? Well, the Disabilities Act is a human rights act it's an anti-discrimination act really mm. the truth because it focuses on the prevention or um of uh discrimination against persons with disabilities you know and it goes into the areas the main areas it does not mm. necessarily explicitly address everything because one of the criticisms we've had is that it doesn't address, address the issue of justice as a standalone. You can assume justice from a lot of the things that you will benefit from, but it doesn't address the access and the rights to justice. That's one of the criticisms. You know, one of the, maybe criticism is not the correct word. Yeah, yeah. Critiques. Um, gaps then. Right. Right. So, mm. it, but the, it's really focuses on awareness, 
of um, the country being aware of persons with disabilities. It focuses on the rights of persons with disabilities. It focuses on the prevention, hopefully, of discrimination, or if it occurs, how redress or how it can be resolved and redress where necessary can be had. So mm -hmm. that's what the act is really about. It's really about um, participation, inclusion, and non-discrimination of persons with disabilities in the society. I've, yes, I've, and I've, I've been trying to, to, to go through the act and to find out what if someone breaks the law? Where is the punishment? Oh, okay. Um, there are, there are, as a matter of fact, some people think the, 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 the um, penalties are harsh. There are some areas in which there are penalties. For example, if, um, if somebody interferes, if Wilbert comes and complains about something at work or at school or in some other area, and the, he goes to the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities, and the council um, um, discusses it with him, and then he agrees with the council, and the council says, we are going to investigate. Because in everything, people will come with all kind of complaints. So oh, investigation yes. is critical. So the council mm -hmm. investigate, but when the council go to the premises, for example, to find mm -hmm. out that it is inaccessible and... Somebody can hurt themselves by using that. Then, and the and the and the company or the, the the resident, whoever prevents them from from entering or from really doing their in, in investigation. So it's an obstruction. Then, yeah, there is right. penalty. You can you can be charged up to a million Jamaican dollars. And is that you actually see, in the? Is it in the act? Yeah, but it's in the regulations too. It's in the regulations. What the act actually speaks to the um, the, the the penalties, um, okay. but the regulation is is what you call it a companion. Um, it's part of the act. It's the part that goes into more details with the act, with certain sections of the act. You know, like for example, it will talk. It doesn't really focus, let's say, on education in the regulations, because the, the codes of practice will do that. So the regulation will talk about things like um, leasing premises. If you are to lease a premises and the person doesn't want to lease it to you because of your disability, and it's clear that it is your disability, or you want you live there or work, you want it modified and they don't want to allow you to modify it, the 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 regulations will speak to that so although the act talk about um the right to occupy premises and so on the regulation will go into the detail as if, if you are not allowed then what will happen or if you insist but the landlord can prove um undue burden you know in in doing it then the 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 um, disability rights tribunal can rule in the favor of the of the lessor, you know, of the owner of the premises, mm -hmm. because right. what you're asking for is over and above the affordability of the landlord. Jeff, so I, you were going to ask a question. Yes, first of all, I just wanted to say um, 
you know, even though, you know, I really wanted to just say how much I appreciate um, people like yourself and other, you know, vets who have really, you know, kept their boots to the ground to ensure mm-hmm. that something like this, you know, is actually coming to pass. You know, um, you know, you, Mr. Will and Ms. Gloria and, you know, those who are serving now, you know, to ensure that, you know, these things are coming to fruition. You know, I'm being in America, I guess I'm a little spoiled. And so, you know, one of the things that, you know, (laughs) one of the things that kind of stuck out to me was, you know, one of the first primary primary objectives of the act is to recognize that, you know, persons with disabilities are just like every other human being and they deserve the most fundamental rights as any other human being. And to me, that's just, it's mystifying. It's crazy. But um, to, to actually have a need to put that on paper really shows the the dire need for something like this. Can can we speak to a little bit about, you know, the very real struggles uh, that persons with disabilities in Jamaica have faced uh, regarding this particular situation? Well, I, I, I think um, the, the Disability Act is like a culmination of years of, of, of struggle and other and fights and demonstrations and letters and meetings and articles in the paper and radio interviews and you name it. It's years, all the other media that you can use to advocate. And Wilbert has been there. He knows. And a lot of other people know, even persons who are not in the, in the front line of the fight but work in the background or you know support the team they know and but it's years it's a culmination of disabled people as well yeah some man it's person with disabilities i'm talking about and non-disabled yeah. yes I've, there yeah. we have had a, quite a few non-disabled yeah. persons who behave who i mean they're almost like persons with disability the passion with Part which they yes. they worked with persons with disabilities you know in the past and even now yes so some of the struggles have included one of the main struggles when the whole disability movement officially started and and i'm not talking about like 1978 when everybody was pulling together i mean when the launch of the combined disabilities association and when Jamaica Society for the Blind started taking over, you know, the management of the organization, one of the and one of the um, thing they had was that previously persons with disabilities business was being run, managed everything by persons without disability, and with all the best intention in the world, they really thought they were doing good by us. They thought what they were putting forward was the best for us but in truth it was more like continuing the process of the basic um training the welfare and it was not as developmental and as um self-sufficient and teaching us to be self-advocates right so exactly so some people did it unceremoniously while others, you know, it worked out gradually, um, began to take charge of our own business. So that was a struggle because in those days, I was not a board in the 1981, but I know of it because I, I mean, I was, I was around, but not necessarily as, as, as active as I should be at that time. 
um, you know, when you're young and excited about other things. So, precisely, precisely. <laughs> <But> I came. <laughs> I I used to go to the meetings sometimes, the general meetings. But I came on board in 1991, really. But I'm just saying that other struggles we had was the whole issue of education, um, being up, putting in things into the education system that was not that were not just primary education. We also wanted secondary level education and height and tertiary education. So that was another struggle because some people went on our campus earlier than us, had problems mm -hmm. even to record the classes. You know, some lecturers didn't want it at all. And there were other issues because whenever you complain, whenever you wanted meetings, people used to treat you with disregard. You can sit and wait until the cows come home sometime. I understand that people had to leave, be at a ministry from in the morning and leave without seeing the minister until they really yeah. got, you know, well, people would say you got very proactive. <laughs> right. And, they gave you an appointment. You know, so there were quite a number of things. There were policies that needed to be changed. There were laws that yes. needed to be changed. Yes. There yes. was, uh, we are, all right, people say, for example, that we are, um, included because they, they access Jamaicans or citizens. So everybody's a citizen, so, citizen, so you're included. However, the, the, the policies are implemented and the structure of the, of the programs and the buildings and so on shows that you are not included. Correct. When you, you know, bit, so there are a lot of bit. things that we had to struggle for. And first of talk. all, we had to struggle for the recognition that persons mm -hmm. with disabilities have rights and they do have a voice. Say something about housing, because housing is always a big problem. All right. Housing is included in the Disability Act. And it speaks to the fact that persons with disabilities have right to... Um, as the um, convention would say, um, we have right to um, housing, you know, living living respectable homes, living in places that are conducive to our disability as well. So um, the act speaks about it and it goes as far as saying you have the right to own home, but you also have a right to lease homes or rent. And a lot of disabled persons have challenges in that. Of course, I'm saying that to say that we have people who are rented homes and are living in rented and leased facilities. But to get to the rental in those homes, sometimes immediately they know you have a disability, then immediately you the, the home is either not available anymore or it's going to be occupied by somebody else or somebody came before you. So, um, but what the act says now is that you have a right to, if you are aware that you are not getting, that you are being turned on on the basis of disability, then you can, if you choose to, you can co file a complaint with the Disability Rights Tribunal through the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities. If you live there and you acquire a disability, and let's say you acquire this disability and you're, you now need a wheelchair, but your bathroom is not accommodative because of the, you know, you, to get inside with your wheelchair, then you can ask the landlord or landlady 
to the lesser the act would refer to them as you can ask the lesser to um 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 what you call it? adjust make adjustment to that yeah. to, to accommodate your situation yeah. yes but it's not uh, it's not the fact that you must get that done what the regulations does in regard of to housing it gives the landlord a certain amount of time when they must respond to your request i don't mean must do the adjustment they must you have to write them a letter and then mm -hmm. the letter has to be responded to within i think it's 30 days if i remember correctly because i don't have it the act in front of me now but they give you a time within which to um respond to the lessee and then you have to state why you can't do it and if the lessee doesn't believe you they can take it to the um DRT through the JCPD and again how do I if how do they, I decide huh? that uh, how do I decide that I'm being discriminated against let me tell you what well, I mean well I go mm -hmm. I go to rent a place right the attitudes mm. might not be right the attitudes of the the, the the individual might not be right towards me but that is not enough in a court of law because I still have the right to refuse, don't I? I, I have the right mean, to refuse as, to rent. As a lesser? Yes. Yes. If you are in on this if you are the lesser for the property? Yes. Yeah. yeah they have, have, the right. they, have I, they can refuse, you know. They can refuse. But yes. they how they all right. If you think it's discrimination, because it might not be. If you think it's discrimination, as I say, you can go through the council. What happens mm -hmm. at the DRT, which is the Disability Rights Tribunal, to which the council will take it with the, with the agreement of the, um, of the complainant, the mm -hmm. DRT will say to you, for example, who is the landlord or the lessor, why can't you fix the bathroom? You will say, mm -hmm. I only get $30,000 a month for rent. To fix this bathroom, I'll have to knock out XYZ wall. It's going to cost me $300,000 to do that because I'll have to take out the um, bath. I have to put in a new one and all of that. Mm -hmm. Even maybe more. I have to repaint, retile everything. Now, mm -hmm. my $30,000 a month, it is going to take me the entire year to earn back that. And my account, I can't afford it. And if they really can prove... The, 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 the DRT will tell you, well, maybe you need to find another um, residence to rent that has the accommodation for you, you know. So they call mm. it disproportionate and undue burden. So if the, mm. if the landlord can prove disproportionate and undue burden, it means what you're asking for is way above my head and I don't see the value of your it's unrealistic. business person after mm. that. So but suppose I that. suppose I go to you. Suppose I come to 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 the lessor, and I say I would like to rent your place. And, and the lessor says, "No, I'm not renting you mm -hmm. this place. The key is closed." You if the, le if the lessor says, "No, I can't rent it because I can't have a disabled person," like what at what somebody said to us some years ago. Are you going mm. to burn down the place because you're blind or you're going to use a stove mm. and so on. If they use a disability or make any remarks that resembles a discriminatory remark, then you can take it in, take it. But of course, the lesser has some rights. It doesn't mean that mm. because we are disabled, 
the lesser has to rent us their place because remember they have a right whether you're disabled or not to say no they're not renting you them place right if you're not if you and that's the next thing um you know not only to be disabled but are you competent you know because and that's not to assume that people who are disabled you know are not um competent but but um so, you know, uh, Mr. DJ Stevie Steve wants to, he wants to jump in. He's got something he has oh, he wants to say. Stevie, welcome, welcome. Welcome to you, sir. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasant, good evening. <clears throat> welcome. Sorry, pleasant, good evening. See, see if you can come a little closer. That way everybody can hear you. Okay, can you hear A little bit. Yes, I'm here. All right. Um, I have a whole lot of questions, but I, I, I see that time is the enemy here mm. um growing up i know that as a child you are entitled you are under your parents care until you you, you go on your own right and mm-hmm. the the country itself supposed to implement certain things so that you can live your life normally g fire recommend g fire spoke about the, the, the rights of, of 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 a person and it seems it it seems a bit off that it seems a bit off to me correct me if i'm wrong that you would have to write that in specifically to a disabled person when if i'm naive excuse me automatically you should have a right as a representative of your country and the second question is why did it take so long did you get a government fight or what? All right, let me answer the first question, the last question first, the second question first. Um, there, are, there are a number of priorities that every government have. And disab- disability, in the view of persons with disabilities in Jamaica, disability was not prioritized in the way it should um of course we were recognized as human beings as people who needed certain help and all kind of things and over the years we won't we also admit that people were getting trained and getting jobs not at the rate they are no although we're still way behind but the, the truth is that it took so long because of the many iterations of the act, that is the first thing. I think we had about 14 versions of the act. For, it's not version, 14 drafts then of the act. Because there were so many things that some people said they don't want, some people said they want, some people don't want this, some people. So, and, 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 and each time you met, and you just, when you send back the document to the, um legalese and they looked at it and changed anything in, and it came back to the committee because the committee was predominantly of persons with disabilities we have other experts on the team as well in, in, um so when it came back to us and we said but no we said we wanted a mill we said we wanted um schools to provide uh we allow us to do our common entrance or whatever the entry level exam was to go into high school rather than we stay until we are 16 17 or, or a few persons are included in high school but they are saying no for example then we had an issue so we would write back in our 
um, review, the same thing we demanded. So sometimes you had a back and forth. Secondly, though, um, when the act was passed in Parliament, um, the, there weren't things in place too for the act to be implemented. So the act once said we should have a disability rights tribunal. There was not a tribunal in place. The act should have a regulation. There was not a regulation in place. The act should have codes of practice. There were no codes of practice in place. The, act, the, the Jamaica Council with Disabilities should a become one. a body That's corporate a and one. a new creature so that it would no longer be a department of a ministry but an agency on its own and that was not in place. So a whole lot of things were not in place. And thirdly, I know the um, the the um, powers that be would not be happy to hear me say that. But thirdly, I didn't think it was being pushed hard enough. Um, this is tell it like it is. The community was pushing. Mm -hmm. Senator Floyd in Parliament was pushing, but I don't think um, the the the. Maybe the technocrats and the government, whichever government that was in power, because well, powers that be all mm. governments. So, so that's where so I think we had a second. challenge. That slowed so, it so down. And the legal, Gloria, if I might just come in here, the legal people also had an input, and you know what lawyers can can do. They argued. Yes, the they, yes. They that's, argued I, I quite think that's where the one flowing came from. Mm-hmm. That's where it's one for. It's a combination of factors. But you know, but you know, Stevie, Steve, you know the the one thing about it about the first question, which we haven't really gotten to just yet, but what what it does is with that particular part of the uh, with that item of the act being one of the primary objectives to say that you know people persons with disabilities have fundamental rights and they should be recognized as human beings. It really underscores. Like I said, the dire situation in which persons with disabilities in Jamaica live. It sounds we, like a degree of separation to me. That's what it sounds like. No, it it honestly, it honestly to me, it it may seem like it may seem. I guess it may seem like separation, but also it says what it says to me as an outsider is that things are so bad that we actually have to write on paper that persons with disabilities must be recognized as human beings and must be recognized to have the most basic fundamental rights. All right. Our act, our act does not necessarily say that we should be recognized as human beings. I don't remember. What it, All right, I'm going to pull up what I see here while you uh, talk. What it says that we, is that we have the same fundamental rights as every other citizen in the country and this is not just jamaica you know it's right across the caribbean mm -hmm. and re remember that usa had their american with disabilities act in 1990 and i think that is one of the acts that helped to push the caribbean to have their own acts their own you know laws to to cover persons with disabilities because while america maybe was finding um, homes and so on for persons with disabilities. Persons with disabilities in America, some of them still had challenges even getting a job. People with degrees. We, oh, we, we still got them. Started, when we started Combined Disabilities Association, one of the very first pieces of documents that we looked at was the American Disabilities Act. Right. 
And I remember we were saying... But the American with disabilities that didn't come into being until 1990. No, they, maybe but, they were no, drafting. No, they, they were then drafting and preparing yes. and we were looking at that and saying, See, yeah. we get to that stage. And it's, it, it comes from the Section 508 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1978. But what I see here, as far as the objectives, it says, uh, to promote acceptance of persons with disabilities and respect for their differences as human beings. And then I also see, you know, to encourage all Jamaicans... To encourage all Jamaicans to recognize and accept the principle that P PWDs or persons with disabilities have the same fundamental rights as any other person, right? So that tells me that the situation is so bad you're that that's what we have to put. And that's what we have to put on paper. It is bad. It is yes, bad. you're correct, Gary. It is bad. You're correct. I, be I believe that. People with disabilities. I know the internet's full of misinformation, so I just wanted to verify. Oh, yeah. you're correct. You're Pe correct. It's in there. It's in there. People with disabilities are heavily discriminated against in Jamaica, right? And well, I, I, I picked up up. I wrote a letter today, um, Wilbert, and the rest of you. I can't divulge to who and what it's about as yet. I, I don't want an explosion. Yeah. But I wrote a letter today to send to a particular company because they have a policy that is discriminatory there's no two ways about it but i yeah. say to my i said to them before I, I did the letter that obviously this decision was made out, made out of ignorance so we want mm -hmm. to meet we, we're going to take the, the 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 approach of dialogue mm -hmm. and then if we're not getting anywhere, then Wilbert, the advocacy escalates mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. other levels. But I'm saying, yes, there is still discrimination going on. And, and discrimination sometimes, as somebody mentioned earlier, is so hard to prove because sometimes yeah, it's, it's so subtle. subtle. It's subtle. It yeah. is so subtle that you mm -hmm. cannot really go into a court of, uh, uh, well, the DRT, the Disability Rights Tribunal, which is, we call it a court of law, because whatever they say, is it becomes law, becomes legal, you know, and has it can the only be been, has the, thrown out has and appointed the in, in the Supreme Court. I'm sorry, Mr. Will was asking a question. Has yes, the tribunal go ahead. Members, has the tribunal members been appointed? Well, the, the challenge they had that existed with the tribunal um, is that um, you have to have a person with a certain number of years experience to be the um, chairman of the tribunal and they yeah. had that person and that person um subsequently you know issues came up for him so he had to step aside um and uh, somebody else is being looked at but they have people who are ready to sit who are ready to be a part of the tribunal so i think in short order that might happen where I'm hopeful that it will happen based on where they are in terms of the, um, the, the, the representatives for the tribunal and the tribunal has to have on somebody with a disability. And each time a sitting takes place, depending on the disability, some um, expert from that disability will be there. I am a little disappointed because when it became law, 
really, ideally, the tribunal should have been appointed at that point to, to really... Should have. Should have. Should have. Should have. Operative freeze. Should have. Should have. And everyone will agree with you, Wilbert. Should have, would have, could have. But not have. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless. We're, you know, we're because it's, it seems haphazard to me that here we have a law. But if somebody breaks the law right now, there is no tribunal to deal with that. As a matter of fact, that is what is happening. Well, what is happening now? I don't know if anybody has broken the law, but what is happening now? Complaints that persons have, we at Combined Disabilities have had to be dealing with. with them. Unfortunately, so far, they can be yeah. dealt with outside of the DRT, but there are a few coming through now that will have to await the tribunal because they are, unless people um start looking into themselves and not being so dogmatic and you know about about their positions and unless that happens then those few cases that i that have come to our desk and have gone to the jcpd are going to be able to are going to have to go to the drt next question what about i, the I am disappointed too <laughs> well we're working what about the restructuring what about the restructuring of JCPD? Okay. Has that taken um, regarding place? the restructuring of the JCPD, which is now a government, which which was a government department up until um, the fourteenth of of February, um, yes. it is going to be a statutory body, but all the legal, <laughs> all the legal. Um, the instruments and so on that are to be in place are being worked on. They are not yet finalized. But in the interim, it's still being treated as a body corporate or as we would say, some more like a statutory body. And uh, um, we are in the process at the board level of um, staffing the organization because the organization will have far more staff and it, the structure will be different. <coughs> So you will have departments now and so on, Wilbert. You you know it was just okay. one office, one department. Yes. No. Yes. Because it's an agency on its own, it will mm -hmm. have its own departments. So we're okay. in the process of staffing the organization. The management level and then the management, you know, they will now move to to staff the other person. In the interim though, persons have been um what you, what's the term? Uh, you'd say seconded from the ministry to persons who used to work there are still working there. And some of them, most of them, I think, well, I, sh I should be careful here. Each person will apply for the job, the positions that are being offered now, persons will apply. So based on how they perform in the interview and so on and so forth, they might be... Um, employed to the new jcpd if not i think because they might be deployed elsewhere in the government service what i think is sadly lacking in jamaica and uh, we need to address this sooner than later is that we need to look at training for people who are working in the disability sector not just disabled people i'm thinking about but definitely I'm thinking about about 
officers who are going to work in the disability sector you you can't what, just what pull I from anywhere what i noticed in the in in the ads um that were put out in in february the issue of disability was stated in the ad not that if you don't have it you mm. but these are some of the things that they are looking for persons who have mm. had some introduction or some experience working with yes. persons with disabilities yes. and but, um but... so far we've had a few but mm. the majority some of them are working in areas that they are uh, they are indicating a willingness to learn and so on and so forth and I mm. think one of the greatest learning a person can have with disability apart from the formal training is actually working day to day with this person there's so much to be gained from interacting and working with a person living with a person with disability oh, that yes. you know it kind of transcends um a lot of things because mm. your children grew up with you you have never taught them about disability but yes they they had time to learn but the worker coming mm. in has a shorter time to learn so they have to learn more quickly mm -hmm. and mm. hopefully they will be so guided if they have not had the experience in a way that they don't make critical mistakes and so how do we deal with that from how do we deal with that from an education perspective? Because, you know, when we're, you know, trying to educate persons with disabilities and we really haven't had infrastructure in place before, do, do school systems have a certain amount of time or something like that to really put these things in place? The school? Yes, like um, the, the, the school system or, you know, educators, do they have time to, to get educated on how to educate persons with disabilities. All right. There's a special they, department. They have special education. Um, within the teachers' colleges, you have special people who, special, who are special educators. Just like how you, you apply to specialize in geography teaching or early childhood education, you can, you can specialize in disability, and you can actually specialize in which disability. But all mm. teachers are exposed to a course in disability studies. So you get the basics. All teachers get the basics. But if you're going to be a special educator, then that's your specialization. So you, are, you have more in-depth training. Right, right, right. But I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, a child with a disability who just wants to be, you know, their parents want them to be mainstreamed. Is that, okay. Is that feasible? Okay, okay. Well, what is happening now? In Wilbert, you wanted to say something? Wilbert? Mm -hmm. No, I think he was just listening. Oh. Okay. Chief, um, I was asking the question. The he was what? He said, I was, I was asking the question. So I was saying, you know, for, for those of us who may want our children to be mainstreamed, is that feasible? Do 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 these children have a right under this act? In all areas now in Jamaica, especially at the early childhood level. What happened is that children are still being placed in special education institution until at least they get to 12. The deaf persons, though, remain in spe special education right up until 18 because of the language, the communication barriers that exist. You know, we don't have right. sign language. Doing this 
um, mm-hmm. enough teachers knowing the sign language. We, we, they don't have the support, enough support in the mainstream schools. For blind persons, we have, <clears throat> there are challenges as well. And for physically disabled persons, the, what is happening is that the Jamaica has a policy where when they are building new schools or refurbishing older schools, they must ensure that um, accessible accessible features, the, 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 the school is made as accessible as possible. Right, handicap accessible. And we're taught, not just in the capital, they have a lovely accessible school in a rural parish right now. Uh, more than one, yeah. Clarendon has one, Trelawney has one, yeah. They have some schools that are pretty accessible. Yeah. And what the we're, problem... they're saying also is that making it physically accessible, you must make it technologically accessible as well. Because yeah. students with physical disability need the technology. Blind students need the technology. Deaf persons need the technology. Intellectually disabled children need the technology. Because some the children, problem... especially children with autism, they use technology the problem, very well. The problem and with learn physical access. The problem with physical access is the topography mm-hmm. of the country. Yeah, because that's a that's a challenge a, for real. It's a big but challenge. The schools, the schools, the school that I went to had a big it, it's on a hill like a slope, but mm. it has a ramp with a gradual incline um mm. going right up to certain levels i think it will take quite a while to get the accessibility in that we require because even when you go to some places in the united states you have inaccessibility right right for example like my complex um Mm -hmm. there's there's no way um you know some there's no way for a wheelchair user to get into my apartment because I have I have no elevator and no ramp. When you come into my apartment, you have to walk up s- stairs. You have to walk up about fourteen stairs to get into my apartment. G-fire, you guys you must, must be fit. You must be fit. I must be. Yeah. So basically, you know, it's it's interesting. I've never seen something like this before now. But you basically you walk in my front door. And you're at the bottom of those stairs. But you don't get into the actual apartment until you walk up those 14, 15 stairs. And then you get into the apartment. But the thing is, I'm sure that, you know, we probably do have units that are, you know, wheelchair accessible. But, you know, if somebody was to just show up and be like, I need access to get in this place, I'm going to be like... Mm-hmm. Um, you have a friend there or somebody there. I, I guess I guess we're going to have to uh, take it one step at a time. So just hang in there. So, I, because, I, the, the reality you know, is that no country has the ability to knock down all the buildings and rebuild them or, or right away, no matter how rich you are. Yeah. Right. The, the most you can do is to retrofit certain things. Yes, that's, that's yeah, retrofit. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is N-O-R-W-I-L-L number 2 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series, 
vision scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.